in sort of keeping with the spirit of this show, which of course uh, is all about competition. Um, and that's sort of what, why I started it is because I want to try to, to beat my friends uh, and stuff. Um, I was thinking, and also with the movie, something they do in the movie, uh, let's uh, start it off by playing uh, Who Can Cry First? No. Okay, let's just play basketball then. podcast where we talk about the movie while playing basketball this is season two which is all about a24 movies uh and if you are listening to the show and are like wow it doesn't make sense to listen to basketball being played um you can watch it at patreon.com slash moving screen uh and i'm richie owens uh this is like i said season two uh what, what else is there to say? I don't have to introduce anything else. I can just introduce you, my guest. That's me. I'm yeah. Sean. You're Sean. Sean Bush. One of my best buds. One of my best basketball buds. Love basketball. Uh, and yeah, we're here and we're going to talk about Lady Bird. But first, uh, let's talk about, uh, well, as I say, shoot around and shoot the shit. Let's do it. Uh, which I haven't said in a while, but it is something uh, that we do uh so how are you doing what's happening i'm doing pretty well how are you doing richie no <clears throat> did you just try to dunk <laughs> i did i even got closer than i thought i would do you do that every episode <laughs> i do at the end yeah i do like the idea that at like <laughs> season seven of this show you're gonna be able to dunk <laughs> I, I talked and that this podcast is actually <laughs> just a whole like front for you to get out and practice dunking <laughs> i did i told uh on the Airbud episode with skylar uh skylar quigley i said um if I ever dunk on this show, I will just end it. <laughs> yeah, I think I would scream. I think I, think I would literally scream. <laughs> I, like, I was, we would, I joked, I was like, yeah, I could have, like, I could have, like, President Obama lined up to do the next episode, but if I dunk on, like, Hobart, uh, then that's it. Like, sorry. Sorry, sir, the, the show is done. Um... What, uh, I, I truly don't think I know. Did you play basketball, like, growing up? So, like I did league? that thing where you play all of the recreational sports. Uh-huh. Um, and I played basketball through, like, elementary school. Sure. I was a, a guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Driving and traffic. I was 
my, my best skills in most sports, honestly, but especially in basketball, were steals and assists. Nice. Shooting has never been my strong point, as has been demonstrated by this shoot around. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but, you know, defense wins championships. Is what, that's right. And anyone that's what listening to the audio without looking at the video, um, <laughs> He's I've, I've made quite a few. Um, anyone that's watching the video, shut up. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't talk about what shut you're seeing. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Um, so did you play basketball growing up? No. No? Not even for one second. Not, not even for uh, a second? <laughs> nope. Not even like horse with never, friends? Uh, no, we did that. We, we play like knockout. I never played it um, in any sort of like official capacity. Yeah. Um, what what position do you would you want to play? Uh, I feel like I would be. I feel like I'd be a a guard. I really relate to like Alex Caruso. Yeah, we uh, we've talked about basketball quite a bit. Yeah. Just in our personal lives. Right. Not that this is professional. Um, uh, hey, I get thirty dollars a month from the Patreon. Nice. So nice. That is my truly only source of things <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually uh, just fun fact for anyone listening richie and i are both we currently both laid off yeah. <laughs> so uh right now basketball is kind of our thing <laughs> yep. we're both really hoping this pans out for us mm -hmm. in in the long term the um, uh, windy city bulls are having open tryouts <laughs> i didn't even That's know that <laughs> and um, i'm like wouldn't it be funny if i uh Join the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> if you join the NBA, Richie, and this is a promise, I will buy season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. I and I want to remind everyone, I have lost my job. <laughs> so that is a financial <laughs> sure. commitment that I, I say, should not be making. <laughs> I was saying, if I join the NBA, I should buy you season tickets. Uh, well, that which would be a sense. funnier proposition from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Hey, if you join the NBA, you can buy me season tickets. If I uh, somehow make the NBA, um, I I would make it my I would make sure that you somehow got courtside seats to one game because personally. Yeah, yeah. That's like one of the rich people things that I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know. I, uh, <laughs> One time, me, my, my dad had a penchant for um, for leaving games early. I think we left a Cubs game once in the fourth inning. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, that's when all the action happens in the first three, three right. innings. He loves the national anthem. The, yeah, the, the military the, salute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just checking his watch the whole time. So do you guys do like a second inning stretch or? Uh, yeah, we actually stretch after every inning because you <laughs> yeah. never know. Well, you gotta keep loose. <laughs> right. You gotta keep loose. Uh, uh, you gotta be limber. One time we were leaving a Bulls game probably like after the third quarter, if I had to guess. Uh, Everyone knows that in NBA basketball, <laughs> the fourth quarter is the one you miss. The first three are like really, really important. And then the fourth is just, you know. It's like a reverse Miami Heat fan. <laughs> yeah, <truly. laughs> you guys uh, get there like an hour before the game. He's he's just all about uh, beating traffic, truly. That's like, that was his big thing. Yeah. There was one time we left the White a White Sox thing. game early and it was a like, a kind of closed game and literally we were in the parking lot and the fireworks were going off for a home run uh and my brother cody was like crying <laughs> uh, i feel bad for for laughing at cody's pain but just the idea that you're crying as fireworks are going off in the background it's beautiful it's cinematic uh, yeah, truly. Um, but all this is a long-winded way to say we left the Bulls game in the third quarter, and like a woman walked up to us and was like, "Hey, 
me and my uh, kids are leaving. She also had like three kids with her. Uh, and my dad had three kids with her. That's why I said also. It's a uh, Brady Bunch situation. Um, pretty much. And she was like, we're sitting courtside. Do you want to sit courtside for the last quarter of the game? <laughs> so we did, and it was Oh, the, damn. The well, I guess I'm not going to give you that then, because <laughs> you've already had that experience. Uh, if I make the NBA, I'm getting myself courtside <laughs> tickets to watch my own team play. Yeah, you're, and they, they'll have you on the bench courtside, and you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, want to like, sit between I don't, I don't a normal I want to sit with the fans. <laughs> you know? And by fans, I mean Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack yeah. or... Uh, <laughs> Billy Crystal. Yeah. Is he? No, not Billy. No, no. no. <laughs> we don't. I, I can never. I forgot about your beef with Billy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so going back to you being an, an Alex Caruso type, um, despite yeah. Alex Caruso being actually very tall, yes. um, you, you think you'd be like a, a defensive kind of like playmaker? Yeah, I think I would just be like, I definitely w wouldn't start. Uh, out of principle. I, yes, out of principle. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, I think I would just be really all about um, kind of like, not just like defense, but really just trying to be kind of a pest, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Like, so you'd, you'd maybe actually be more, more of the Pat, Dylan Brooks. Pat Bev. Pat Bev. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, w I want the spirit of Alex Crusoe sort of with the attitude of a Pat Bev. Right. Because I always liked the idea of me becoming um, the guy on the team that everybody who's a home team fan likes. Likes. But everybody mm. at the away team. Yeah, hates. I mean, you're I, a wrestling fan. You've always yes. wanted to be a heel. It's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I remember when the Blackhawks uh, beat the Philadelphia Flyers in the Stanley Cup. Uh, are you a Flyers fan, or do you just not care about hockey at all? Um, so growing up... I was an all Philly fan because my dad is, and then kind of out of obstinance, I was like, I don't have to like all the same teams as my dad. Yes. <laughs> so I, I adopted uh, the, the Devils. I'm from New Jersey. Yes. So I- but the part of New Jersey that's closer, close to Philly. Closer to Philly, but I did New become Jersey. a Devils fan, which is, was also very close. Yeah. New Jersey's fairly small. It's pretty close yeah. to New York, and uh, the Devils were in New Jersey. Right. But, uh, and then I, Stayed an Eagles fan in football. I'm still a Sixers fan to this day. Yes. Um, and then in baseball, I strangely enough rooted for the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> because my uncle is a St. Louis Cardinals fan and he lives in Scranton, Pennsylvania <laughs> and oh. has his entire life. <laughs> he loves the office. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pre-office, okay? But it's actually, I have to, I'll do a quick uh, thing here about Scranton is just to say that it's pretty sad um, because Scranton used to be like a coal mining town mm. and like it's one of those like northeast like uh, <clears throat> into like you know like towns that used to be thriving for like just a short period of time yeah. and is now like a ghost town right. and they have leaned so pathetically <laughs> into being the, the place office. where the office yeah. is that it makes me cringe but at the yeah. same time, I'm like, what else are they going to say? Yeah, they're like, Joe Biden is <laughs> yeah, from yeah. here. Exactly. Like, is which Hillary is like Clinton alienating. Did Hillary Clinton live there, too, or something? What? I'm sorry. What did you say? Did Hillary Clinton live there or something? Um, she I has a she, connection to Scranton she, as well. I think she lived, like, nearby in Pennsylvania. Okay. But if that's inaccurate, then... 
You know, it's like it's a weird thing. With I guess Hillary, I can really say like, anyone's from Scranton, and <laughs> no, are people gonna look it up? But no, you know, Alex Caruso's from Scranton. Yeah, Alex Caruso's a huge <laughs> Scrantonite. He's a he's a Scranton guy. Scrantonian. Um, yeah, three of the Kardashians mm -hmm. are from are from Scranton. Guess oh. which three. <laughs> Yeah, that's for you guys at home, because Richie and I already know which And use hashtag uh, Kardashians in Scranton. <laughs> right, which I know it'll be hard to find your tweets <laughs> because so many people so yeah. use that hashtag. So I'll also use hashtag uh, Kardashian basketball ladybird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which uh, also will have a lot, but Honestly, less. I feel kind of badly that we're not doing something more novel you know we're, we're doing the classic yeah. crossroads of kardashians ladybird i know but scranton and as, basketball as, you, know? Uh, you know the in uh, francis ha which is a, a greta gerwig movie as a train starts uh, rolling on through uh she said and it's a metro holy crap it's a metro Woo! <laughs> Whoa! Those guys are going uh, to the city from the suburbs! Wow! Uh, Greta Gerwig says when she goes to Paris uh, in that movie, like, because she talks about wanting to read Sartre in French in France. Oh, uh, I hate how much I relate to that. <laughs> like, I don't hate it because I do love existentialist philosophy, yes. but I also hate how, like, white bougie that makes me yes, sound. Yes, <laughs> but she, said, she says in that movie, which I, I think of often whenever I feel like I'm getting in my, in my own way, um, sometimes it's important to do the things you're supposed to do where you're supposed to do them. Yeah. Uh... That makes sense. Yeah. And that's like, why I, was... I, every year, drive to Scranton, Pennsylvania, and I binge, of course, Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Because, <laughs> yes. again, three of them are from there. <laughs> that's right. And it's up to you to figure out. <laughs> that's really an important part of this podcast is the trivia aspect of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know if that's been in any other episode. Um, not as of yet, but this is the second season. Oh, it's um, a new feature. It's a so new this feature. Is a, yeah, this is a feature. Nothing says A24 quite like quizzing. <laughs> yeah. A24 um, is really all about <laughs> Kardashians basketball in Scranton, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> and it's almost sickening. Yeah, it really it really is. I know that's this is not what we are uh, talking about today, but no. Midsummer was filmed partially in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yep. And if you all the Swedish scenes are actually Scranton. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you, it's uh, you you can tell that because if you look in the back of every shot, there's a guy, a coal miner, walking. In <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Um, absolutely. I do want to do a midsummer episode of this show, but uh, uh, take mushrooms. Oh. Before the this show and see. See, just see how that feels, honestly. That that reminds me of the. Uh, I wish I remembered his name. Maybe you know his name. But the guy that took acid and pitched a, a <laughs> perfect, perfect game. game. Yeah, I don't know his name either. Yeah, um, one of the coolest. I feel like that's that's like an accomplishment that like <laughs> is better than most other athletic feats. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like yeah. like it's like basically being like, oh, you know this thing that like twenty people have ever done ever, <laughs> and at that time like even less. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do this thing but also be a, on a psychoactive uh, yeah. <laughs> drug <laughs> that warps I, my reality. I was like, in a weird way, because like having done acid and knowing it now, acid's never truly affected me uh, in any like meaningful way. 
uh, as the Amtrak Midwest. Oh my God, those Woo! people were probably at the Wisconsin Dells. Uh, it's the Northeast Regional. Um, they, uh, what was I talking about? You, uh, oh, shit. No, I forget me. too. We are not on acid right now. Oh, yes. Oh, you were talking about acid how acid has not yeah. affected you in a meaningful um, way. But I feel like it would either like really freak me out to be in front of an audience or I'd be like, none of this matters, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I truly, um, feel that. I will say that of, of the times I've tripped on drugs, acid was the most meaningful one that I've cool. I've done. Uh, the first time I ever took acid, like time did that thing, like in cartoons where it like mm. slows down and speeds up. That's cool. So it would be like, uh, I'm watching yeah. Lady Bird with my friend Richie and we're gonna talk about it on a podcast. You know, and, yeah, like and like my brain would just be doing that and I'd be show. like, and I was just like, this is, <laughs> this is the most wild experience. And then I've tripped on other things since then, including acid again, mm -hmm. and nothing has ever happened Come like close, that ever yeah. again. <laughs> so. Doing mushrooms for me is like, I just do them and watch a movie and it's really uh, nice. And I when smile I, and I see their faces sort of turn into like, they don't turn into anything, but they just start looking weird. I, um, I love that. One I, time when I was doing mushrooms, and I might have told you this story before, um, not while playing basketball <laughs> and hooked up uh, to an audio recording yes. thing, but um, I was with uh, a friend and we were tripping on mushrooms and it was his first time and he felt so empowered <laughs> and just like so like free yeah which was awesome i was so glad for him because he had been going through some things yeah and but we're walking through like a park which is what <laughs> i like to be outside and yes. stuff you know yeah, yeah. as is stereotypical and we're walking through a park and he we're walking by like a car going by and he looks at the driver and he goes yeah, I'm on drugs. <laughs> or, or, yeah, I'm on shrooms. And for him, that was like the most empowering moment for him. To, he thought the guy was staring yeah, at him. He, so he thought he, the guy was like, this guy is probably on mushrooms. And he was like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am on shrooms. But for me, my anxiety just skyrocketed. Because I was like, what? No, no, no. Like, Don't say that. Like, well, because I was like, now everyone knows I'm also on mushrooms as the, as the dazed face guy standing next to you. <laughs> <laughs> who just screamed when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> As the guy that just went, no, no. Don't do that. Um, but, yeah. So that was pretty meaningful. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, one time on acid, I was, I went, I was at the beach and I was with my friend uh, Julie and uh, she was visiting from Seattle and we were in the Uber coming back from the beach, and uh, we were coming up to Belmont and Ashland, where, uh, uh, fuck, what's the name of the bar there that my brother goes to? <laughs> you know it. Where is it? Uh, Belmont and Ashland. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, Belmont, Ashland, Lincoln. Um, Ashland and Lincoln. Yeah, it's... To the point where I literally have to look this up on my phone All because right. I need to know. Um, 
This is the second trivia question of the podcast. <laughs> Do you remember the bar <laughs> that Richie's it- brother goes to frequently? It's located at Belmont, yeah. Ashland, and Lincoln. And that's true. And just tweet at me. Uh, just tweet at me if you know what it is. And also, you have to come up with this answer pretty fast because Richie is going to say it on the podcast. Yeah, it's Flagship Tavern. <laughs> flagship Tavern. If you have um, that, Richie personally will send you seats, to a courtside uh, tickets if he ever goes into the if NBA. If I make it to the NBA. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, but we are driving. We're in the Uber coming out to Belmont and Ashland. And I say to Julie, uh, oh, coming up like right here at Belmont Ashland is the bar my brother goes to. It's called Flagship. Uh, and then on the radio in the car, the driver's listening to Q101, and the Q101 DJ was like, hey, it's Q101 live from Coors Day at uh, Flagship Tavern at Belmont Ashland. <laughs> and we drove by, and there was just a huge crowd of people there. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I was like, this is the most insane thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> and it's like objectively real. Like there's no part of it that was like, had they said that in me and we didn't drive by, I could be like, did I really hear that? But the fact that we drove by and saw a ton of people there, I was like, well, this is just how the world works sometimes. Yeah, I feel like in like media, a lot of times there's just like this exaggerated effect Mm-hmm. of those drugs yeah. to where like that would be like where they cut to turns out you are doing that show at the bar <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like I can't believe they mentioned that or we're still <laughs> at the beach yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're actually still a kid <laughs> you're, you're six years old <laughs> you had accidentally taken mushrooms <laughs> you, um, you, you've been imagining this entire adult <laughs> life <laughs> I would I'd be interested in that honestly um, but I uh also, that same day at the beach, uh, there was just a giant plume of smoke, smoke on Lakeshore Drive, and a car was. On they picked flight. a new pope. They picked a new pope uh, by setting a car on fire. <laughs> Honestly, uh, and I mean this pretty genuinely, that's how they should do it. <laughs> I, I agree. I really like. Uh, I guess was obviously rewatching The Simpsons. Cause that's all I do. Right. And, uh, Naturally. The the Kent Brockman line. Uh, the fake Pope can be identified by his extremely dirty mouth and high top sneakers. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, and that's that's how I think that Pope is decided. I think my favorite Ken Brockman line is when he's uh, when he's talk- when he's like. Uh, he was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced dead. He was then taken to a better hospital where he was his condition was upgraded to alive. He's a he's a really underrated uh, character. Agreed. I also thought like uh, there's one time where he's interviewing someone and they're he's like, "Well, how did you feel about that?" And I think it's Marge, and she goes, "How do you think? How do you think I feel?" And he goes, "Absolutely devastated." <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> devastated, she said. <laughs> uh, it would not be the first time that a man on the in, on the news spoke for a woman. Right. <laughs> so. um, uh, I think. Are you warm? I'm warm. I'm warm. Yeah. I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, you're basically like the, the new pope. You're smoking. That's right. Um, Just call me new pope. <laughs> Call you Jude Law. I got a fucking new Pope. Was oh, it Young Pope? It's Young Pope, I think. Um, 
Young yeah. Pope, New Pope, <laughs> Blue That's Pope, Red Pope. God, we love Seuss. Yeah, yeah, except for all the racist stuff. Theodore no, Seuss. I like that part, dude. Theodore Seuss Geisel. Uh, something like that. That's his name. Uh, <laughs> For sure. What's his name? He's dead. Uh, I thought it was Goebbels. I hope I'm not dropping this as like news. No, but, I know. I hear. But Doctor Seuss is dead. The doc is dead. Oh, yeah. Then who is operating on my son? <laughs> the mother. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, we're gonna play basketball and we're gonna talk about the 2017 movie Lady Bird, directed by Greta Gerwig, uh, director of this year's hit. Smash hit Barbie. Ooh. Um, to the point that I think this should be the first episode of the season to come out. Uh, but yeah, we're going to play a game to 10. Okay. Uh, uh, twos are ones, threes are twos. Let's make it, take it. Uh, and you check uh, after points, I guess. Uh, Sounds good. You know, you know the typical basketball rules. If you have any questions, feel free to raise them. I might just say, sure, let's, we can do it that We're way. We're calling our own fouls? Uh, yeah. I know you laugh, but I'm going to be throwing a shit ton of elbows. <laughs> I, I was talking. Anyone listening to this, you're going to see Richie in the coming weeks. If you, if you know Richie, black and <laughs> he's going to look like I, someone kicked the shit have, out of him. <laughs> I'm recording uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week, too. Uh, so I will probably still be just slowly <laughs> yeah, That's slowly. right. That's right. So... Um, uh, do we do? Do I start? Uh, yeah, since right, my show, you you get to start. All right, um, I'll take it. So, what? When did you did you see Lady Bird in theaters? I did. Um, I, I saw Lady Bird in theaters, and then I saw it for the second time ever last night for, for the recording of this podcast. Demand. That's right. Which, if people don't know, you cannot fast forward or rewind <laughs> on Comcast on Demand, which. Uh, I think the technical term for that is total bullshit. <laughs> it's like one of those things where, were there ads during it? There were no ads, That's but so the weird, only cause... options were play and start over. Do you uh, have a Comcast like TV box? I don't. Okay. I have a Comcast Flex. Okay. Um, is this like... is, by the way, I do not like Comcast. <laughs> so consider this an anti-advertisement yes. uh, for, it is, it is not sponsored by Comcast. Uh, that reminds me uh, of, wow, for two. Um, uh, good shot. Thank you. Um, it does remind me of, oh, I dropped it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Uh, I'm gonna just for editing reasons. I'm just gonna run the ball back. Okay. <laughs> and that's not that's not something I necessarily have to do, but uh, I just you. think it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and I'm probably gonna include. Maybe I'll include this. Oh yeah. Uh. <laughs> I like the excitement at bringing the ball back. <laughs> Whoop. This is this is me. This is how I win. <laughs> this is me. This is how I win. I want to make point out that Richie missed both of those shots <laughs> as he said, "This is me. This is how I win." That's a, uh, of course, a twenty-four movie, uncut jam. <laughs> That's right. I um, but I love Lady Bird. I love the movie. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's maybe one of my all-time favorite movies. I, I think about it. I thought about it a lot last night. I 
This is my third time rewatching it, or my third time watching it, second time rewatching it. Um, three nothing. Uh, and it is. I liked it for. I think I loved it the first time I saw it, but every time I rewatch, I am like, holy shit. Yeah, it's it's I, so good. I already have like a couple of of A24s. Uh, Whew. Nice shot. Three, two. This is you. This is how you win. Yeah, this is me. This is how I win. <laughs> way different than the way you said you won earlier, but. Yeah, this is me. This is how I win. Uh, but. If that made it in, <laughs> it would have been like Comcast, not including <laughs> rewinding and fast forward. Um. Yeah, I, I have a couple A24 screenplay books. Oh, nice. I um, They're like pricey, but really, really nice. And after like rewatching this, I'm like, God damn it, do I have to buy the screenplay? Because there's just so many like, it's so quick mm -hmm. and like witty and funny. What's his, uh, what's a, one of the most resonant lines of the movie for you? I, I have um, a couple in my head, but. I think the one that comes to mind for me the most is uh, like is uh, it's obvious from your essay how much you love San, uh, Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then her saying like maybe I just pay attention, and she's like, "What's the difference between love and attention?" Right, which is like a theme that's like strong throughout the movie. Yeah. Especially with like her relationship with Julie. Yes. Right? Where it's like she yeah. thinks being friends with Julie and showing love to Julie is just like being her friend. Right. Like laughing with her. And I uh, But Julie consistently is like, I'm giving a lot of space and attention to you. And you know, that's like repeatedly throughout the movie, Ladybird is pretty uh blind yes. to the to the to what Julie is trying to express. I, so I ended up on iTunes buying this movie. Um, fifteen dollars, uh, which isn't, you know, too bad. And I bought it because I wanted the extra feature of uh, Greta Gerwig. Uh, Greta Gerwig uh, doing commentary. Um, and so I watched. I technically watched it twice, but this morning I watched it like while drawing and listening to the commentary. Oh, that's nice. Um, By the way, for anyone listening, this has become a rain game. <laughs> it's just a rain game. It's light. Uh, a drizzle game. Maybe it's getting into the... Maybe it's getting into cameras. We don't know. Yeah. I imagine that's the sweat. Yeah. Like, we, we are working so hard... We sure are. ...that the cameras are sweating. And it's 4-2? I believe... I believe it's 4-2. Um, but yeah, in the commentary, Greta talks about um, sort of how she thinks this movie is a love story, both between Lady Bird and Julie and Lady Bird and her mom, mm -hmm. um, which I can, I would say 100% agree with. Yeah, I think Greta probably gets the movie as well <laughs> as anyone. It's true, but... Uh, 
I did. Uh, I mentioned this recently. My friend on the Uncut Gems episode disagreed with something that the Softy Brothers said about Uncut Gems. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying she's the sole contributor of like <laughs> interpretation, the for analysis, her. yeah, and synthesis of ideas in Ladybird. But I, I mean, I very much see that, you know, yes, like, it's... I think too, which I think is pretty apparent. I don't think anything I'm saying is groundbreaking, but one of my favorite lines is when she says, she's talking about sex mm. and she says, I just been looking forward to it for so long, but it turns out, I think I like dry humping more, <laughs> yeah. which is both of course funny Yes. and like relatable to anyone who's had sex for the first time. <laughs> yes. um, but it's also, I think also like one of those lines that means way more than, right. than just what it's talking about. Because Lady Bird has these like ideas of grandeur, this yes. like romanticized idea of leaving her hometown. Yeah. She, and, Greta also says uh, that Lady Bird thinks she's a part of a movie, but it's a different movie than the one we're watching. Um, she thinks she's a part of a movie, but she's a different part. She's she's watch. She's a part of this movie. She thinks that this movie, she's in this movie, but the movie that she's in is different from the one she's imagining in her totally. head. Totally, and it's and it's because she is like. Um, is that inside or outside? Uh, I was inside. Four three. Four, three. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I think I like definitely relate to the whole like um, I I kind of want like all these things to happen. All right, um, you were saying um, I can really relate to like wanting all these big moments to happen and watching them to happen, how they happen in my head. Uh, and them, you know. I used to have this sort of, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 22. Uh, uh -huh. And it got to this like point where I, like so, obviously so much of society talks about sex. I was like, Who's talking about it? No. <laughs> uh, there's that song that says, let's talk about it. Oh, So yeah. that's when everybody sort of started to talk about it. Um, yeah, it was pretty taboo before that song came out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I genuinely thought, well, I didn't genuinely think, because I know that this is, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't genuinely think this, but I uh, was like, what if I have sex for the first time, and then I ate a nice shot? Thank you. Five, four? Five, three. Five, three? No. Yeah, it was four, three. Uh, I was like, what if I have sex for the first time, and then I get a letter in the mail, it's like, congratulations on having sex. Uh, now you know <laughs> From it's the not sex that. <laughs> yeah. Now you know it's not as good as everyone talked about. But please keep up the ruse. <laughs> like, ooh, five two. five. Uh, that was a that was a two. So that's six. Five. No, you. No, yes. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, you had three. 
Yes. Five, five. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely like. Also, with the girl that I had sex with when I had to, uh, who I lost my virginity to, um, who I uh, had I ultimately, obviously, ended things with. I like was like, can we meet at this quarry? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because I was first like, time was on a quarry. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but I was like, this is I like, feel like an idiot. My first time was in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 don't. That's a common mistake. Don't use a bed to have sex. I never have, and I never will. Yeah, comfort should not matter at all when you're <laughs> having sex. Um. Ooh, close. But I just like was like, oh, meet me at this quarry, and then I was like, I don't think we should talk anymore. <laughs> yep. Um. Right, you're at the quarry. Yes. And then you said... Uh, I was just like, I, I said like, oh, is this uh, dramatic? And she was like, yes. <laughs> uh, and I was like, but it was because I wanted, I was like, this is like something that would happen in a movie. Like this is a really kind of beautiful place in our small college town to come sit and have a serious conversation. But like, I obviously could have just did it at her house. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's it's too. It's like that romanticism kind of shows through in every way. Like her romanticized idea of romantic love, yes. of what like um, being someone means or yes. being important means. And then of course, like she's heavily influenced by like she's not even necessarily poor, despite her dad losing his job. They're they're pretty hard up on money. Compared talks. to the upper, yes. the wealthy well, class like, that she's going to school with, though. But she's still, like, her family owns a home. Well, they, yes. like, both, like, they've gone to, she's going to Catholic school. You like scholarship. You know, like, uh, her parents were both on, like, uh, salaries based off of having, like, college yes. degrees and things like there's that. There's also, like, the part where she's reading the magazine. She's like, can I get this magazine? It's $3. She's like, you can go to the library. Right. Well, like her, her parents are definitely penny-pinching. Yes. So there's... I'm not trying to understate that her family wasn't in financial trouble, at least. Yes. Like, but, like, I'm saying relatively, yes. she kind of, again, just like with Julie, pours, like, like, turns a blind eye yeah. to um, her relative privilege. Yes. Right? I mean, and you, you hear it, too, when it creeps out when she talks about Miguel, like, uh -huh. even Miguel, <laughs> blank, blank, blank. Yeah, yeah. She also and, was like... You got into college because of affirmative action. Right, right. Uh, oh, that was terrible. And yeah, I mean, I I think it's like a really she has a really great job. That was terrible, the line she said, but also the shot <laughs> I just took. Yeah, both were bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think she got it as like a really great, sorry, uh, great job of making Lady Bird likable, even though she says like she's just I mean, she's like mean in the exact way a teenager is mean. And, and and ignorant about like certain things that teenagers right. are ignorant about, right. especially like white teenagers who mostly. Um, nice shot. Mostly uh, six five. Six five, yeah. Um, mostly hang out with other privileged white people, you yes. know. Um, and then yeah, it's also like surprising at the end when like Julie's in an apartment, you know. Right. Like, because your whole time you're like, yeah, Lady Bird is poor, and then you're like, oh, she has. Because even more than Julie, who doesn't like talk about that stuff. Right. Well, because Julie, like, while she definitely like stands up for herself, 
in certain ways like when she says like when ladybird's kind of like viciously cruel to her and she's like putting julie in quotations isn't the same and she goes i don't think you're right about that <laughs> yeah. like she was always willing to be the friend that says things yes. back to ladybird but because ladybird like doesn't even recognize that dynamic yeah, she's in her own like area. her communication skills are not very good yeah. which shows with i mean her mom's communication skills are not strong either as yeah. far as how to have like an assertive conversation without being a, a, a jerk right. you know what i mean like um like it's it's really interesting how julie like julie is a character and what she kind of reflects and yeah. represents because she shares a lot of the like teenager hopes and dreams right. of ladybird and but she's like also approaches like, it in a way different way right. and she's also like you know in the play but it isn't like uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ladybird like wears like a special sweater to the play auditions, right? Uh, and she even mentions it. Yeah, like it's a status <laughs> thing. Like uh, I wore a nice dress, you didn't. Right. <laughs> uh, and Julie just like makes. <laughs> Past the cheese. <laughs> Julie just like makes the the play and gets like a bigger role, like probably the lead role. Right. Which the play is merrily we roll along, and Beanie Feldstein is uh, starring in the movie. Richard Linklater is directing it right now. Mm. They're shooting it over 25 years uh, because the play takes place over 25 years. So that movie will come out in, I think. Uh, like at this point, 22 years. But uh, to the point that, to the point that Lady Bird is still likable. Yes. Um, obviously, like as the protagonist, she's you root for her in the ways of like you can see like the kind of harsh um, treatment she gets from her mom, which anyone whose mom is like overly um chastising them yeah. about every little thing can relate to that yes. but she also like definitely does have empathy like she cares yeah. about people for sure like danny is like a really good for sure. like example of that where danny like obviously he Lucas cheats on her but it's you know what yeah. like it's queer teenager hasn't had to feel like they have to hide <laughs> that part of themselves right. or live a life that they're that isn't them uh -huh. isn't authentic just because of the stigma and potential violence yeah. that they could face. And I, I like her like being attracted to Danny and like wanting to be with him. I also think it's very appropriate that he's like the lead of the play, you know, like I think that I feel like she would have fallen for anybody who is the lead. Yeah. <laughs> His talent is what she was attracted yes. to. But also he was like And he was sweet to her. They, yes, he's sweet. They had a he, nice relationship. He was saying the things that she wanted to say, right. like a star named for them and mm -hmm. all of those things like Bruce Bruce yeah good old Bruce, Bruce. right I think of of course Matilda <laughs> and the cake eating scene uh -huh. uh, and so they they looked up at little Bruce eating chocolate cake <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in he, the sky and he uh, winks at them and that's the part of the movie that I don't like that much <laughs> the wink uh yeah I wish that he just had a really serious face <laughs> oh god I can't hit a light to save my life today <laughs> um <laughs> um, but yeah this is like 
also uh, like Lucas Edges, Timothy Chalamet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like two really perfect opposite sides, all-star boys. Right, like, but also like pretending to be someone they're not in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right? I, on my rewatch with the commentary, I noticed that at the beginning of the movie, Timothy Chalamet doesn't do the sign of the cross with everybody else, mm -hmm. uh, which is like so appropriate. Um, For many reasons, right? Yeah. I mean, his dad is dying of cancer. True. And, and he, then he's also like the really like annoying type of punk who's like, I'm that anti-capitalist. I don't buy. Right. I'm trying not to buy things. Yeah, he's the. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to not use money. He's I'm trying to barter man. for everything. Yeah. Which isn't like. It's like he's the poster child of just like well-intentioned, but not, but not actually yeah. like informed right. leftism. Uh, <laughs> of like, I understand these things only so far as I can be critical right. of things. Not in so far that I like get the like community building and like. <laughs> like have class consciousness yeah. and things like that you know like yeah like she's like you go to private school he's like yeah so i do that for my dad yeah. and it's like <laughs> it doesn't really matter like you're like your class consciousness is bad man yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god uh six 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 Michael Jordan. Um, is that how tall Michael Jordan is? Yeah. Or that is how tall. Oh, okay, I thought maybe it was like <laughs> six rings. <laughs> yeah. Six. Six rings. Six, six times. Six times. <laughs> <laughs> he, he eats six eggs for breakfast every morning. <laughs> uh, but we also didn't get to talk about like that opening scene, which I think is so perfect yes it's so good of like intro introducing like ladybird and her mom as characters and whoa it's a metro Woo! going in and it looks like a nice and new one Woo! holy cow i can't believe how green those windows are incredible that's this dicky v looking at the metro Incredible! <laughs> it's, it's the Metro, baby! March Metro! <laughs> that, that's what I should call the tournament that I do in March. Yeah. <laughs> no, but absolutely. I mean, it, it, it also like has... The movie, Greta Gerwig in general, does like a really great job of using like the transitions within scenes. Yeah. Where like there's a certain dynamic and then one thing changes and then so does the whole dynamic. Yeah. Like they're listening uh, Grapes of to Grapes of Wrath. All, which is all a book all about people coming to California. Yeah, and, and like they're crying and they're loving it. Yeah. And then as soon as um, the mom says, um, let's just let it take a moment yeah. to like sit with it this is my second favorite line but we they don't have to be constantly entertaining ourselves yeah we don't have to constantly be inundated with stuff yeah. but it turns out they do because <laughs> without those distractions the two of them can't they fight like not fight with each cool. other um 
because they're always looking for something <laughs> right. that the other one says until they have beautiful moments together. Right. Um, and of course, uh, they get into a fight and Lady Bird jumps out of the car. <laughs> yeah, like, which the first time seeing it is so daunting. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, it's, it's, uh, I think I was in the trailer, which is almost a shame. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, not to go on a rant about that, but I will just say once in one line, trailers really should not include pivotal moments like yeah. that or like really important moments. I watched the movie Wild Things the other day and I actually okay. liked it. Um, and then like, I really like on Blu-rays, um, they, uh, you can watch the trailer. Which I think is really nice, especially for like older movies because you get to see like what the, like how this is advertised to people uh, and how the movie differs from, from what they actually have. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and it's, uh, like the wild things, like I didn't, I went in like only knowing about like the, the sex scene in it. Uh-huh. Um, and there was like a lot of twists that are just fully revealed in the trailer. Like not even, like not even kind of hidden, just like literally the plot of the movie plays out. It's like a spark notes version of the movie. It seems yeah. Out. Which I guess isn't a modern problem, you know? Uh, but yeah, also the, the the movie does start with the Joan Didion quote. Uh, seven six. Seven six. Uh, the anybody who talks about California hedonism has never spent any time in Sacramento or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah, that is a great a great quote in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, really. I think she starts a little women off with the coat too. I, I almost wish she started Barbie off with one just to keep the tradition alive. Um. Does Barbie um, start with a quote, but in writing? No. No. Okay. It starts with the Helen Mirren voice. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um. But. Oh. I mean, the movie also, like, right when she jumps out of the car, on her, uh, on her cast, it says, fuck you, mom. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is the mic on? Oh. It's, it's down here somewhere. Richie has put his mic into his belly button. It's a basketball move I've seen before. <laughs> but not a podcasting move I've seen before. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, Amaroff! Um, should I take it out? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, after that, we got Fuck You Mom on the cast, and then uh, John John Bryan, Bryan's score of the movie I think is really great, and I really like He used to work with Paul Thomas Anderson all the time uh, and doesn't anymore. I think it's a real shame. Uh, Do you know why? I don't. Huh. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I feel like he's he's doesn't really do movies anymore. Maybe him and PTA I think had a falling out, um, and like this little woman I think she used Alexandre Desplat. Uh, Barbie she uses what's that one? 
Lizzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Lizzo. Lizzo obviously Lizzo, does the Dua Lipa, theme. Ice the, Spice. <laughs> what's the uh, Mark something? He's like a, a big. I don't producer. know. I'm sorry. I don't really know these. He's just names like a, like a, a hyper big like pop producer, like Bruno Mars featuring uh, Mark something. I think uh, his name's Mark, but he does that score, which. Uh, I have my problems with Barbie. Yeah, uh, right, the character. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's a painter? <laughs> That's you. Uh, when I found out what the patriarch was, I was not happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you Were you not happy in the way Ken was? Not that this is a Barbie con- <laughs> um, podcast, but... I was, um... <laughs> I, you know, I, truly, I, uh, I saw an Instagram story that was someone being like, do you think Barbie was a little heavy-handed? It Did was. You think it, it's definitely kind of not sp- subtle, but you also have to remember the audience. Right. And yeah. that's why I watched it, and I was like, oh, this is a fucking kids' movie. Like, uh, is my head the first to cause this many issues? It is. But that, that makes you special. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the character that they made up just for the play <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> There is no Tempest. <laughs> is that true? I actually have no idea. Yeah, I'm not a, not I a probably should have Googled that. <laughs> but, I, I mean... Or binged. Or binged. Or binged. Uh, For all the bing heads out there listening to Richie's podcast. Yeah, everybody loves Chandler. <laughs> yeah. The bing heads. Yeah, yeah, I get it, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> and Richie and I are friends. <laughs> um... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely, I liked, I liked Barbie when I first saw it. And then after seeing how much, uh, how much it was loved by everybody else, it's eight, six. You're uh, such a contrarian. Not even that. Like <laughs> I thought I saw how much people were loving it and realized that how I felt about it was not as intense. Yeah. So when I, I saw it again in theaters and I was like, oh, I definitely like, like this less than yeah. my original like letterbox review at least. So just, yeah, I, I, re- I really liked it. Super fun and wild ride. Yeah. Ryan Gosling definitely uh, commits hard. Stephen Malcolm's joke. Um, having said that, a good segue back to Lady Bird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chandler Bing. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, I, I wanted to go back to the part with Danny though, just as we were talking about like Lady Bird as a character and like how she recognizes to show love in certain moments. Yeah. You know, like when Danny comes to talk to her. Yeah. And she realizes that this is like her. Uh-huh. Like he is trying to figure out his identity. Yes. And she she recognizes in that moment that this is more yeah. than about their interpersonal relationship. They were like talking about the that part on the commentary and I was like this is sort of like in my head I was like this is sort of the turning point of the movie uh, and then Greta was like yeah I think of this as like the turning point of the movie <laughs> and I like I like did like a finger gun to, yeah. <laughs> to my TV. Yeah. Um, because you truly do just see it on her face like recognition oh shit yeah <laughs> and that's when like 
I think she has sex with Timothy Chalamet after that. But, like, that is, like, uh, that is, like, obviously such a, a big thing. And I think after the sex, because she thought that he was a virgin because he says he is. Uh, right, which is so fucked up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Truly. And then, after, uh, I love, it's, like, and he maybe, doesn't. Know, say this, he doesn't know if he's had sex with six people. <laughs> right. That the dialogue in that scene, maybe my third favorite lines, which is um, for game, uh, which is uh, her going to cut. Is to it ten, eight six? Uh, it's eight six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, she's like, cut to ten years later. And he's like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm also like, as an audience, we're like, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. He's yeah. like, you know, because you're That's a, a kid. big cut to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really uh, big cut to. You know? There is a joke on I think you should leave season two. I think, unfortunately, said by a canceled man who should not have, or season three, who should not have been on the show. Um, uh, but uh, Tim's going out on a date. And his friend goes, cut to your bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's really, really funny. <gasps> and it's also indicative of like, I, I, Richie might laugh at me for saying this because I talk about deconstructing like the societal ideas of stepping stones all the time. Yeah. But like that idea of like cut to and like these things, it's like life takes natural progressions <laughs> towards marriage towards kids right. towards whatever and like sure it can and that yes. can be beautiful and awesome but like it's just also like ladybird's idea of life so um fairly a uh, uh, naive yes. while also being like informed by like a desire to to deconstruct her identity yes. starting with her name right right um which also like, is it's like it's Lady Space Bird. Right. Uh, like Larry Space Bird. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is what they named Space Jam after. 9-6. <laughs> like, uh, if we're, we're going to be honest, <laughs> the whole reason I want to do Lady Bird... No, I, <laughs> I just thought of the Larry Bird thing now, but I, I do I, think... I would, I would love Greta Gerwig directs Larry Bird's life story. <laughs> yeah, that would be so good. <laughs> It'd be better than Showtime. It's the same, <laughs> yeah. it's the same movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just Larry Bird yeah. completely unrelated. <laughs> and he's like, cut to ten years later. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is like, what are you... <laughs> <laughs> He has sex with Timothy Chalamet, yeah. but in this world, Timothy Chalamet is not a high schooler anymore. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't need or another Or he movie. is, and Larry Bird also in high school, but playing in high school. <laughs> sure. Doesn't uh, really match up with his life, uh, age, and everything, but, no, but, but I'll that's, take it. You know, that's, that's oh, what makes it thought that was game. Uh, all right, all right. And that's game. Woo! I was very tempted to just push you. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast ends with, uh, you, you hear like a hospital. Uh, like, you're like, is he okay? Yeah, He's like broken his the, elbow in four different places. <laughs> the, the ambulance drivers are taking off the GoPro. I'm like, no, 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 it's still recording. <laughs> and then you hear me go, no, 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 get me an Uber. I can't afford this. I just lost my job. <laughs> yeah, neither of us has the money. Yeah. Um, ah, great game. Uh, we're going to take a water break. Woo. Okay, uh, last, uh, last, uh, second to last part of the show, 
It's not. Sometimes you, you've heard of the game horse. Yeah. Have you heard of the game pig? Yeah. Have you heard of the game Cops. bird? Oh, like Larry. Like Larry Bird. <laughs> or Lady. <laughs> like Larry or Lady Bird. Father son. Um, yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play bird. Sweet. Um, oddly enough, a lot of the movies I've done have had an animal in the, <laughs> the title. <laughs> They're like, because uh, we did Teen Wolf. You're right. Uh, we didn't play Space Jam, Space Jam. And, he, and like Jam obviously has pectin which is alive uh-huh. so it's not an animal but right. like, you know uh, I believe Jelly I, is alive <laughs> <laughs> um, we did sort of briefly get into Merrily We Roll Along they actually did film um, a lot of that play uh, right. the deleted scenes is like 10 minutes of them actually oh really of them actually doing the play yeah um Oh, also, uh, just a really quick aside about the play. I'm sorry. I no, it's I don't know why I was going to play defense. And oh, okay. Uh, turning away over my head. You didn't call that beforehand, but I'll take it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I know that I missed. So <laughs> you gotta be. B. Oh, uh, uh, like. Ladybird, like Lady <laughs> getting a B when she uh, throws out. Yeah, she throws out the math teacher's test, which is like no, like his whole grade, book. his whole grade book. Yeah. Uh, so basically, there's and like this is like as someone who was a teacher, like that would never happen, like from like 2005 <laughs> right. on. Yeah. So I the always, fact that the movie takes place in like 2002, 2003. I always forget that this movie takes place in 2002. Like I don't think of this movie as sort of like a period movie. But it, like, whenever I watch it, it obviously is. Like, I, but I'm not thinking, like, oh, Lady Bird's such, like, a good throwback to 2002. Right. And but they talk about it, terrorism and the war in Iraq, like, frequently. Yeah. There's, like, little clips of, like, uh-huh. the On invasion the of Iraq. Um, nice. Um, yeah, I think that, like, um, yeah, and, like, if you remember, Julie asked about terrorism when oh, Lady yeah, Bird says like, she wants to go to New York. Yeah, which, and, like, nowadays would sound like pretty ridiculous Uh, i mean it would definitely sound racist (laughs) but not that it wouldn't sound that way then yeah just to clarify but like around that time like a lot of people were saying stuff like that you know so um uh it it definitely does place it on a timeline but anytime after like whatever 2005 or whatever like whenever (laughs) whenever uh power school became like more universal or like you know yeah like it's a, like the, all the, the grades program. would have already been online uh-huh. the only thing that would have been missing would maybe be like the last couple of grades yes. tops right. so like it would not have it would not have resulted in Lady Bird getting to pick her own grade <laughs> right and I don't think it would have resulted in that uh, in 2002 either like, right. I, I mean it's <laughs> a helpful the, the plot device teacher, <laughs> uh, I, I just every time I think of a new line I'm like this is my fourth favorite line in the movie <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're all fourth. <laughs> all the lines of the movie are your favorite, are, are your fourth favorite. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I, I tried to remember this guy's name. I think it's Stephen McKinley Henderson. He's the priest, yeah. the black priest who's been in a yeah. lot of stuff um, recently. Uh, I love his character, his arc, too. Mm-hmm. Um, him being the first one to cry, which we started the show off. Immediately. Uh, and he does it so fast and says, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then after the musical... Which is Greta's favorite line in the movie. Uh, my fourth favorite line in the movie. <laughs> right. Uh, 
is Beanie uh, Julie talks to the math teacher she has a crush on, right. who has a pregnant wife, right. who she doesn't realize. First, she says, like, as he's walking away, he's like, oh, it was really good. Yeah. And she they, he walks away, and she's like, congratulations. Yeah. And then she sits down next to the priest, and he goes, they didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It's so funny. It's such a... Uh, that is... That is probably my fourth favorite line. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I got B. B to B. B um, to B. Um, but yeah, no, no, totally. That is one of my favorite lines of the movie too because mm-hmm. it's also like it's it's uh, really wonderfully delivered. Yeah. Um, it's such a ridiculously like um, the play that they do is so like um, It's Amtrak! Midwest! Northeast Regional, those people are probably going uh, to the West Coast. At least one person Amtrak. on there is probably going up there. Um, um, it's so wonderfully delivered, but it's also like, um, like the play itself is such a, like a silly, hokey yes. play. It's so, uh, it's not, it's the perfect version of a high school musical. Right, and he, and the fact that he's like troubled <laughs> by the fact that people were like, it, which is funny because yeah. uh, when I saw, I think this was, might be what I was going to say earlier, but uh when the play is going on and there's like some people who are like really into it and everything, uh-huh. but it shows Lady Bird's family and they're all like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, like, yeah. and it's like Julie's so relatable. Mom is like really proud of her. Right, right. Um, like, and 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 they're like all like loving it. Yeah. And then it just shows like you know the uh, Miguel and mm. uh, his girlfriend. Uh, which what's her character's name? It starts with a B. I can't remember. All right, that's okay. Um, and and the parents obviously, and they're all just like they're there because. Paying attention is love, you yes. know, like, yeah. like right. it's like attention can be love sometimes, right. even if you're at this <laughs> silly hokey play. Right. Uh, and also, but I guess like, they just didn't get it, you know. A beautiful, uh, wow, nice free throw style. Though you didn't call it. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, you actually have to do it uh, upside down. <laughs> I said upside down, not backwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Woo! I made it for tech uh which uh, it's 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 subtle but after the play is when he goes to lady bird's mom and is he's right takes a leave of absence because he's depressed and like i think think realizing that people didn't understand his production really bothered him um and this is a left-handed layup. um um, yeah, and I, and he obviously has been going through some things. Yes, they mention the 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 students are like set, talking about what he might have gone through. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I also which I obviously think that, they don't know what he went yeah, through, but he's going through line, something. Yeah. That line's also really funny. She's like, I heard that he was married and like has like a whole bi <laughs> bi. Um, uh, like the whole she's like what I heard is and then like the whole it's like uh, such a long thing to have heard about someone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. like he was married before and they had a kid and the kid died in a car accident and then the wife killed him <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. which maybe it's true um, maybe that's what the play was about <laughs> like the whole time you know you never know yeah maybe that is, I don't know what Mary Lee Roll Along is, is about but I will be seeing it truly nice. Uh, I will be seeing it on Broadway in October. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, it seems kind of like a weird flex <laughs> to bring that up while uh, we're playing Bird in the rain. By the way, just as a reminder, this is a rain game. Yes, we are. It is wet. 
Uh, it's a little chilly. Uh, I did not mention I am wearing my Sacramento Kings jersey. Anyone, anyone can see my camera can uh, see that he is wearing yes. that. Um, I, uh, uh, my, I, I bought this uh, monk jersey because we were doing bits about wanting. To, I was like, what? I want to get a Kings jersey. What should I get? Uh, and I was like, what if it said like. Monk, but I tell people it's for Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> <laughs> I also really like the number zero. I, I think it's really cool that people do that. Um, and uh, that was, I wanted it to rim around, so you have to miss it from there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows the rules of, of bird. Unlike horse, is that if you miss, the person has to miss the way you miss. <laughs> I will say that in my last episode, uh, uh, which might come out after this, um, uh, <laughs> so in a future or <laughs> previous episode, yes. uh, with guest Ian Erickson, he before the shot said, "Okay, so you're gonna miss," and then took a shot and like missed it. So I had to, <laughs> but it was like from close enough that it was like a, I could accidentally make this. <laughs> right. And I thought did, that was. Really did you miss it? I guess you have to I listen just, to the episode. Like to find rolled out. it on the ground. <laughs> but I do that and it hits something and bounces up. <laughs> um. I yeah go ahead. I really love uh, the I'm assuming football coach maybe basketball yeah. coach. <laughs> it, it, it seems implied it's a football coach, yeah. right? Uh, uh, drawing up the the blocking the play <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, like it's sports. Oh, I keep hitting the mic. Uh, sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. Can you say what you just said again, real quick? Yeah, drawing up the the play yeah. like the blocking of the play uh on the whiteboard or chalkboard i guess at this point yeah um and when he celebrates when danny like nails the model <laughs> yeah. or like the ending right. song or whatever he like <laughs> uh also it is uh it's featured in marriage story which is uh my favorite scene in marriage story which i have uh, not seen i uh think you should it's on yeah. netflix if you have it i also have it on blu-ray if you need to borrow it um, uh, but uh, I let out a Adam, little grunt when I threw that. Up. <laughs> I heard it. And it's gonna sound really good on the show. Uh, I've been. I've. I just uh, stabbed myself. <laughs> that you have to do that and then miss. The shot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm stand. I, I tried this so many times on the show. I'm standing on a light post. I'm gonna shoot it. Okay. Uh, and I have never made it. Okay. But. I want to see it. Uh, why don't you miss 100% of the shots on the light post that you don't take? Bad. Um, and in your case, you miss 100% of the shots <laughs> on the light that post I do take. that you do take. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, All right, well, I've been doing regular shots like a boring person, so <laughs> I, I think it's because I'm down. <laughs> so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, gotta get a lead first, then I can play around, but I'm gonna do a half court shot. Okay. It was lined up pretty well. Just <laughs> it was. The, yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, um, behind it. You want to shoot it from that half court? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am thinking, how do I incorporate? Uh, if you get into two baskets at once, <laughs> I will seed the game. <laughs> I, what I am thinking is I shoot it. <laughs> I make it. I make a easy shot from here, and then I go to the free throw line over there and make a free throw. So Say I, that again, you will do what? So I shoot here, okay. just like a simple shot. And yeah. once I make it, I go to a free throw and shoot a free throw. So, that's so I have shots. to make two shots? Yeah, so I have to you make You have to make shots. them, okay. Um, 
and I missed the first one, so we don't <laughs> yeah. get to do that. <laughs> um, well, it, w it was an idea. <laughs> yeah. And um. uh, that's what this uh, show is about, if nothing else. Uh. An idea. Uh. Uh, like Inception. I gotta stop making that sound. <laughs> I, for some reason, I think that if I make a sound, it'll push the ball slightly further than my hands pushed it. <laughs> I, I realize I go, oh, a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like I'm doing the sit and reach, doing like the presidential <laughs> thing as a kid. Ooh, Ooh. Under the leg. Oh! oh that was pretty sick, it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I hope it's on camera. That'd I think, cool. I, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I haven't been looking at you this whole time. <laughs> you just do it like this? Yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> well, I think if there's something that we can say definitively, it's that if I didn't play defense on you, you probably would have won the one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> but fortunately, I played stellar defense. You did play really good defense. Like a certain Mr. Alex Caruso. Yeah, you, uh, you wouldn't let me lay up at all. You is, go again, right, when I, uh, when I miss? Yes. Um, so I have R. You do. And you just have B, right? Uh... Yeah, I'm, yes, I just have it. And I'm going to do a half-court shot now. Um, All right, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'll try but, to follow. Uh, in Marriage Story, there's a really beautiful scene where Adam Driver, after a play that he throws, is out to drinks, and there's a pianist playing, and it's a karaoke piano thing, mm -hmm. uh, and he sings Being Alive from Company, mm -hmm. which one of the people in this musical auditions with. Oh. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking that that's a big... Well, there's a couple of company songs in Marriage Story, but I'm thinking that that's a, a thing for Greta and Noah. Um, from downtown! Ooh, it was nothing but net. <laughs> it was nothing but net. It did not go in. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, which, I, have you... Are you familiar with company at all? Not super. It's, uh, at the very least, Being Alive is an incredible song. I will listen um, to it. And uh, sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Being alive. Uh, that was good. That you. was good. I felt alive. That's why you should. But there's also a great probably because I am a living sentient thing, <laughs> like <Lady>. jelly. <laughs> this is my big um, thing. This is this is what I'm gonna drive home. On. <laughs> uh, and then you miss the. Uh, there's also a great uh, documentary uh, oh, about the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the three times. <laughs> of course, you I threw it with one hand on not my turn. <laughs> and <it goes> <laughs> in. <laughs> um, you were talking about companies. Um, a great uh, direct uh, documentary. It's oh, okay. called. It's the cast recording of the album. One hand. One hand. Uh, uh, it's the cast recording of the comp the original production of Company's like soundtrack. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, you get to see like Sondheim like there to give notes wow. and stuff, and it's really frustrating for a lot of people. And uh, you get to see Elaine Stritch as a still old woman, but huh. you know, fifties uh, instead of eighties, like we probably knew her whole life. Uh, My therapist is really into Sondheim. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, is it Stephen Sondheim? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did I not mention that before? <laughs> you never have, but you're not a name dropper. That's um, true. I'm, I'm really not a name dropper. Um, 
My my friend uh, Chris Tucker says that all the time. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the musical culture in it. Uh, my favorite, just like moment, I think in the movie is after Ladybird catches. Uh, Lucas Hedges making out with the guy in the bathroom mm-hmm. is her and Julie laying on the car, uh, uh, right, laying on the front of their car, listening to Crash Into Me by Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and neither of them, both of them know the song, but they don't really sing it yeah. the right parts at the right time. Which is totally what it's like to hang out with right. like your friend as a teenager listening to music and like mm-hmm. I mean sometimes you know all the words but like there's right. well there's like it's it's that one part of the song where he goes like crash dun, 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 into me right like it right. changes a little bit but they still sing crash into me like during the break right right uh it's a I'm like wondering if that was directed or if that was like them just singing the song as people uh or what um, nice. Do you still only have B? Yes. Damn. And yeah, it's sort of uh, Ladybird tries to become popular. Yeah. Um, Which kind of succeeds. The, I feel like the first time I saw the movie, and and even a little bit the second time, it, it matches with like her like romanticization of being like beloved and the center of attention which julie calls out at one point but it does seem a little i was surprised at first that she cared about hanging with the popular i don't know if she cared about it until she saw timothy chalamet's band playing right when she was like this is cool to me cooler than musical right she like gets a job at that coffee shop where the show is happening right Um, and she like strategically tries to like become friends yes. with uh, and he's, the, when the she rich walks, popular girl. She walks up to him at the coffee shop. He's reading a people's history. Of the right, United a people's States. history of the United States, yeah. <laughs> um, Which, yeah, of course of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> Which also Timothy Chalamet said to Greta Gerwig, he was like, "Are you, I forget what his character's name is in the movie. Is it Matt? It's not Matt. Oh, Timothy Chalamet's character's name it's Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. yeah. You had an epiphany, but I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, he said to Greta, um, like, are you Kyle? <laughs> like, yeah. Is Ladybird who you wished you were and is Kyle who you actually are? And she was like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, she gave him a whole bunch of, like, socialist literature. Yeah. And also, like, says – she said that, like, she says stuff like, uh, we were so worried about the government tracking us that we just willing – and then we willingly accepted trackers on our bodies. Yeah. On cell phones. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I ooh. think that's really funny, and also, you know, we're all a little bit of Kyle. We're all a little bit of Ladybird. Yeah, can... I mean, I think I think any of us who have like been on a journey of like of like criticizing like the status quo <laughs> yeah. have have had a little bit of Kyle, especially as like 
I mean, let's be honest, as white men, yeah. like of being like, I like am against the establishment and this yeah. is how I understand it. Mm. And like getting a certain form of like, right. Uh, and, like dopamine from like that <laughs> idea that you are like not going to be like everyone else, right. even though it is actually in the end very stereotypical, you yes. know. <laughs> and then there's also like, there's a point when you learn you learn these things and then you sort of start saying them, right? I, I in college, I dated a girl. Uh, she taught me about feminism, so I started saying pretty regularly to like my brother's friends and stuff because they're younger than me and uh we're more like bros i'd be like i'm a feminist and like you know right I, i'm saying that out loud but now if i'm in a conversation with people and i go i'm a feminist people will roll their eyes right because it's assumed and also but you have to learn you have to learn at what point do you stop <laughs> do you stop having to announce these things about yourself because it's also not about you right you know it's not about whether you are you can like uh, i'm bi right which well i am bi and i'm not uh i don't feel like that's the same when it's about your own identity um like i think you can oh no sorry i was saying i have bi (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were saying like i'm bi that's like another example of things that like you don't have to announce all the time (laughs) and i was like i first off in the bisexual handbook you do have to announce it as much as possible uh so that people know um (laughs) uh, i really go by the label queer but (laughs) yes but but anyway um what was i Um, Oh, I was going to actually bring up a whole another point, if that's okay. Yeah. I realized that we didn't talk a lot about the dad, dad, Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts, Chicago legend. That's right. Uh, Um, I have seen him on stage a couple of different times mm -hmm. uh, with uh, TJ and Dave, and then in uh, a play at the Steppenwolf as well. I Um, I saw, well, actually the last time I watched Lady Bird before recording for this, I... Uh, was I was still in New York, but I was in Chicago, I think, for, like, Thanksgiving or something. And I, ha- I was here for, like, a week. And I watched this movie, and I was like, Tracy Letts is so fucking good in this movie. Maybe my favorite performance in the movie. Uh, or secondary. Lady Bird's pretty fucking... Uh, Cersei is pretty fucking She's good. so and good. And so is Lori Metcalf. Maybe my third favorite performance. <laughs> fourth favorite. Fourth favorite performance. <laughs> uh, actually, Tracy Letts uh, is your fourth favorite line in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to sort of windmill. Oh, my God. <laughs> that went in. Uh, like, it was so close. Uh, I'm having a lot, I'm having a lot of fun like, with my shots today, and I'm coming pretty close. And yeah. And I this, also, is why you, this is why you buy the video footage, folks. It's $5 a month. That's uh, right. Also, for any of you listening on audio, Richie has taken off most of his clothes. Yes. He is just standing there in a fanny pack and the GoPro. And it's a clear fanny And for any pack. of you that are watching on the video, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut the fuck, shut up. The fuck up! Please. Um, all right. So my, I think what's really interesting about Tracy Letts' character... Oh, I, I want to uh, just real quick finish my Tracy Letts thought, which is that I watched this movie I'm sorry. here uh, visiting... And I was like, oh, man, it'd be so cool to go see a Tracy Letts play. Uh, I wonder what's happening at Steppenwolf right now. And I looked it up, and Bug was there. And it was starring his wife or long-term partner, Carrie Coon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to see Carrie Coon do Bug on Broadway because I, or on, at Steppenwolf uh, because I watched this movie. 
Yeah. Which is like pretty cool. Yeah, I've also seen Bug at Steppenwolf. I, I really liked that play. What did you think? I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Carrie Coon too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was great in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I he like really it's understated. He's he's the only character who like maybe doesn't have any flaws as far as the script goes. But he's not supposed to be like a main part. Yeah, and I think I think as far as like that's kind of the point too though, yeah. right? Is that like He's a kind, gentle person, yes. and that also benefits him mm-hmm. to not be assertive. Yes, because he's, he's in the he, he gets to be the nice the, guy. He's, he gets, right? It's it's For, that, which like the mom also, points out too. Like, oh, of course your dad gets to just be the nice guy all the time. Right. Which like, of course she's like particularly. Um, nitpicky about things yeah. and like that makes it hard for you to be like yeah like but but at the same time like you can see that because yes. she's the one he, having to do the hard part of parenting a lot of right. the time you and, know and like. she, uh, he is also a hundred percent just in the middle of warfare right basically the that's whole time. true that's so true. he like has to be switzerland uh like he has to sort of be there for his wife and there for his daughter because is and knows that they love each other. Yeah, um, and they know that, right? Yes. I mean, like they know that when they're not bounce in the middle of their. Oh, <laughs> they they know that when they're not in the middle of their feud. Right. Right. Like, because um, we never we have not mentioned that uh, Ladybird wants to leave California and go to New York because she's like, there's culture there, and her mom's like, you've never been to New York. Right. And, <laughs> and it's exactly yeah. that like yes. sunset idea. So mm-hmm. what were you gonna say? I just I I moved to New York uh, and I also had this idea of New York. I'd been there one time as a kid, but I was like I want to live there. And I didn't even like have any memories other than like me and my dad stayed in Midtown Manhattan, a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, cool. Uh, probably for my we went to TGI Fridays and Times in Times Square. Square. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but that's where the culture. Right. Uh, yeah, that's where you get culture. I literally like I. I did. Were you part of the podcast I did uh, years ago where I had people tell me to go places in New York? No, but I was part of the podcast you did years ago where uh, at New Year's we told everyone to, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that this year I want to get, get high, high and, and fuck, fuck more. more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to sound really good with us uh, pairing it up. Uh, that's what I should say instead of three, two, one, clap. Um, <laughs> get high, fuck more, <laughs> shoot some hoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, maybe the I'll make uh, stickers that say that. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, Patreon.com, I'll send, I truly might, and I'll send those out. Uh, nice shot. Um, but yeah, she, she, I also love, uh, she says like, I want to go. I want to go to a place where there's culture, like New York, or at least Connecticut. Yes. Oh, oh I wrote this down. When I was watching it because I was like, I have to mention it, and then you, I totally forgot. I think it's hilarious that she mentions Connecticut. So I'm from New Jersey, yeah. as we mentioned earlier. Yes. Uh, no one I know has ever romanticized Connecticut. <laughs> no. Like I have never heard anyone think that Connecticut is interesting or to me, like Connecticut wants is... to move to. Even like when she says to go live in the forest, it's like even then there's way better. <laughs> places to go than Connecticut. Right. Like, Connecticut, I'm not sure on Connecticut for a second. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> like, been in Connecticut even, but to me, I'm like, this is where the wealthy people who don't want to live in New York. Live. Right. <laughs> and it, it's, but it's like, isn't Yale in Connecticut? Like, yes. So like, I, I understand the idea that Yale, where Yale is, might be uh, 
Did you make your shot, by the way? Uh, no. Oh, so, yes, I did. Yeah. You so did. I, I still am by. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, same. Uh, but, you know, queer. Yeah, queer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I just, I relate to that so hard. And I also feel like I have to mention the meanest thing I've ever said in my entire life. Yeah, you uh, have to mention I that. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it literally happened. It was me and I was a senior in high school driving in the car with my mom. <laughs> so And you opened the door uh, and I opened rolled the door, out. jumped yeah. out. I, I, I was a kind of student who would get, like, I feel like probably you too, we get, like, letters in the mail from schools you would never attend being like, we're going to give you $15,000 a year to go to this private Catholic university that you'll end up paying more for even though you have a scholarship. Uh, and, but my mom said to me as we were driving, if you get a full ride to Olivet Nazarene University, which is in Bourbonnais, Illinois, it is a uh, religious school. Like, my friend Andy went there. Uh, like, boys and girls were not allowed in the same room if they were, like, uh, after a certain point, if they were, both feet had to be on the floor. Um, How would they and know? they weren't allowed to wear shorts. How would they like, know if your feet were on the floor? That's If an RA came in and your feet were off the floor, then you would get fined or something. All right. Um, but my mom said... <laughs> they do realize people can have sex with their feet on the floor, right? <laughs> and that's, maybe that's what they did. Am I breaking that news uh, <laughs> <laughs> to people right now? You hey, can have I'm, sex while standing. Actually, no, you're not, because I said earlier, you, I don't have sex in beds, and you shouldn't have sex in beds. Right. Which includes standing. You up. only have sex in quarries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Uh, my mom also uh, a homemaker uh, a lovely job raising us always took care of us um, so my dad was making was the one who was, had the income for our family mm -hmm. um, and she said if you get a full ride to Olivet you have to go there and I said no I, I won't go to that college because I don't want to and she said, you'll have to. And I said, what do you care? Dad's the one who's paying for it. Damn. <laughs> that is like a line from Lady Bird. Yeah. <laughs> like, Except opposite for her in that yes. regard. But and yeah. my mom, I think, started crying. My dad came up to my room when he got home and was like, you can't say stuff like that. Like, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. even like angry at me. He was just like, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah, no that's um i appreciate you sharing that yeah. um, i also told you on the the uh i don't know if the show is still running it's called we still like you which is where you tell stories of shameful things you did and you have to have the audience say we still like you. <laughs> yeah it. for anyone with anxiety that's just called uh <laughs> the the 10 minutes when you wake up and the 10 minutes before you go to sleep <laughs> yep. every single day yeah. um i'm on a new antidepressant hey, say uh, which one i'm on cymbalta mm, um and i uh, so actually, I'm not running. I do not feel like it's chilly at all because I've been running hot. <laughs> I feel good now. Um, for a second there. Uh, woo! Nice. Swish. Um, that actually was a swish. It was. <laughs> uh, but um, oh, what were we talking about? Oh, swish. Another swish. <laughs> Richie, whenever I make a good shot and you hit it right afterwards, um, I don't know. I can't help but feel celebratory because we can both be good at yeah. something um but also i'm trying to win <laughs> we, we, I mean, we can be two on two you know well, uh, this podcast started, started is going to be five hours long because <laughs> you're going to keep matching my shots and you're going to keep doing trick shots to try to get me out uh but yeah so that 
in that sense, I truly relate. Like, because I was like, my dad really wanted me to go to Illinois. I had like visited Champaign, but I didn't really know about it being a college. But I knew my dad wanted me to go there, so mm-hmm. I, and that's how I'm like uh, Kyle. Uh, yeah, I'm like my dad wanted me to go there, so I was like, I want to go there. So um, I, oh, I'm sorry. There you go, burr. Burr. Burr, burr. Both at Burr. Yeah. Um, Aaron Burr, sir. Aaron Burr, Bill Burr, Larry Burr. <laughs> Lady Burr. Lady Burr. Lady Burr. Um, but uh, uh, so I actually relate more to Lady Bird in mm-hmm. this context because I was like, I got to get the hell out of my town. I yes. was from like a farm town, though, sure. not Sacramento. And it wasn't even that I don't appreciate things about my hometown, yeah. much like Lady Bird. It's, it's mostly that like I wanted more people, more types of people. Yes. I felt incredibly alone for mm-hmm. a lot of like childhood, even though I did have people that like my, you know, my family and, and certain friends that did make me feel less alone, but yeah. still I didn't have like a large group of those people. Yeah. So I really wanted to get out of there. Yes. And um, I went to an expensive private school for undergrad. Mm-hmm. I did get some scholarship and some things and I, I couldn't help but think about it so much where it's like her, her mom is being so ruthless mm-hmm. about like this decision. Yeah. Um, because like you know she's not doing those things where you can validate someone's feelings while still disagreeing with them yeah like or like and that i think that would have gone a long way in their relationship having said that like lady bird doesn't have any perspective on like the longitude of these decisions you know like yeah like it's truly like as someone with still student death from debt from undergrad yes uh at age 30 it's like uh, it's like how could i say that like i would make that decision again knowing that like uh, i don't need to spend that much money and like where you go to undergrad is not actually a big deal yes uh, in, I, I, in life you know i, like, I, I both agree and disagree with that um if if because i like i mean i have three younger brothers i went to state school um they all went to school cody went to lewis in romeoville which is like 20 minutes from my parents house uh, Michael went to St. Xavier. He went to Moraine Valley, which is community college. Grand Valley State was junior college. And then uh, St. Xavier, which is uh, the same school my dad went to, all within driving distance of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my brother Peyton is going to community college. All of this is nice, but I truly think I became who I am as a person because I was 18 and living... It was only two hours from my parents' house. But I... I needed that, and I wish that more people got that experience. But also, I know that people uh, don't necessarily uh, want that. Some people want to stay uh, around. Yes, absolutely. And I, I should clarify. I Ooh, think bird. Oh, that's it. That's well, it. I will say really, really fast before we we conclude on that. Just that um, I agree that geographically, it's and like culturally, it's good to go somewhere else for school. Yes. Um, but like. It, the privatization not, of colleges and universities and like going to a school where I, I thought I'll take out some loans and then I'll yeah. pay it back later and then things like that and like yeah. even with scholarship yes. like it's way 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 more money than you think right. and like no one gives a shit where I went to undergrad as far as like the name of the school right. now that I'm older yes. you know like I, I, it only I matters think, maybe for the first job you get out of college at most I think like, that you know. like also it, it's 
It's like it's more like uh Ooh. It's more like uh don't don't have like don't worry about like getting for all those teenagers listening to this podcast don't worry if you don't hey, get teens. <laughs> this one's for you don't worry if you if you don't get into the school that you uh want like want to go to uh because that doesn't necessarily matter wherever you do go to college is going to be probably the right place for you and if it isn't you just go somewhere else right or if you don't go to college there are other ways to i'm i'm sorry and if you don't go to college, there are other ways to explore identity and all those things right. as well, which is a big through line of like that identity exploring, yeah. deconstructing, communication styles. That's really at the heart of Lady Bird. Yeah. I, um, I, I, yeah, I guess the last thing I would say is I really, really relate to leaving my hometown and uh, having a new found appreciation for it after I left. I, I feel like I also have like this weird new uh, thing about being very proud of being from the south side, mm-hmm. um, which was never really. I always kind of wished I grew up in the north side because there was like things. I felt like there were places to go for like the kids, whereas we hung out in like my friends' basements. And I now I'm like I wouldn't trade that stuff for the world. That was, that was those were the best times of my life, uh, maybe. Yeah, other, uh, than other than shooting some hoops with, with your friend Sean, and <laughs> yeah, and Larry Bird. Um, yeah, I yeah I now I like I do still get I uh, very sad when I go to my hometown, uh, in more of a way of one everybody I know and love is gone, mm-hmm. and uh, like moved. This, this, yes. Yeah. Besides <laughs> my parents, uh, and also I just. Uh, I never drive myself and I have very little uh, control of how long I get to stay there so mm. I get depressed that I'm like I feel trapped um, yeah. but that's a whole different thing anyway well, I, I do I really think relate to, to the end of this movie of her being like yeah it's Christine that's the name you, you picked for me yeah um, and like, it also I think And I did you ever feel like did you feel like uh, what was it? Excitement when you drove through Sa- uh, Sacramento for the first time? Because mm-hmm. uh, I think that that is it's very sweet. Yeah, the the whole message and the letters, mm-hmm. uh, the whole ending of like. I also had that for Chicago when I moved to New York of being like, wow, I miss like all my friends in Chicago. I miss like biking. Uh, very easily yeah, on flat like, surfaces yeah. with actual bike lanes <laughs> yeah I, I was just gonna say real quickly that I feel like that trapped feeling like you can feel that anywhere you, yeah. I mean you can feel that in any place and we, I think we all are constantly in a cycle of sometimes feeling that way you yeah. know and you know if like there's something that that ending shows you is that like where you come from and the, and the people you come from yeah. are what even if your relationship with them is no longer like 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 to you know whatever yeah. Um, it's still like a source of like what made you. That's yeah, why you are who you are. Yeah, and in some ways, at least, mm-hmm. right? Even I, if it, even if it's that you hated everything about <laughs> it, so you did everything opposite. Right. It's still like inspired in you, mm-hmm. like these like beginning foundational like experiences. I um, I have 
some point this fall or winter, uh, an album of uh, music uh, coming out. Um, it's called Somewhere Else to Be. Mm -hmm. And the cover art of it is, uh, I went to every place I've ever lived and took a picture in front of it and then just laid them all on top of each other. Oh, I love that. Uh, and it looks really cool. And it's also the whole sort of thesis uh, is about moving around and you're always you're never gonna find your footing really even when you find it all this like nothing's gonna be solid forever you're always gonna be growing and learning and yeah ever, you're never gonna be on solid there's no ground. such thing as like that right, right. Yeah. you know um, which is what lady bird is starting to discover yes. when the, she gets to new york and it's not all she thought it would be mm -hmm. let alone the the incredible cultured uh <laughs> uh whatever I, yeah. uh geyser of, of <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> you know? right. um, I do, I do want to try one dunk. I was inspired well, that's by you. The, the last part of the show oh. is uh, you, you give your review of the movie uh, uh, and while you're leading up to your score out of five rebellious teenagers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, try to dunk. Great. Um, and I'm also gonna am I giving it. just a numerical rating or uh, you know give like your give like a review yeah uh, sure succinct review as I say yes sure I'll only go on for 10 to 15 minutes <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, <fine. laughs> no. Uh, uh, labored is one of my favorite all-time movies I think it's such a beautifully uh, directed and written movie that the actors really nail both in the subtlety of their performances but also in those like loud crashing back to earth moments of the movie they really hit yeah. which i think a lot of movies hit some of some similar beats to this movie but it doesn't like necessarily find that space of nuance where like you're you both feel like oh my god and i know exactly what that's like right. like where you're both like surprised by what happened but in a small way you're like not surprised at all yeah. Yeah. you know and that's a really hard thing i think to make someone feel constantly throughout a movie yes um and uh i'll just say again that um the line about uh about about sex and looking forward to it and then it turns out you like try humping better <laughs> is like yeah. you know whether you decide that um, the identity and experiences that you will one day experience um, you're looking forward to those mm -hmm. um, that doesn't need you need to negate your own life right. and the things that have been part of your life and, and helped form your identity so far because in some ways uh, that's negating your life which in my opinion is the one brief life you have yep. um, having said that you also don't have to feel confined to the world as it's been defined for you and sometimes that will come with conflict and Lady Bird is just such a beautiful portrayal and demonstration of the inner struggle we all have yeah. to love and show it pay attention to others while we are kind of creating a universe from our own lens yes. um, yeah awesome. so now I'm gonna try to dunk <laughs> <laughs> And again, out of five rebellious teenagers. Out of five rebellious teenagers, I'll give it 4.5 rebellious teenagers. So Whoa. four rebellious teenagers and then like a rebellious like eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> okay. who like later will be a rebellious 
sure. teenager. Yes, yes, yeah. You know. Yeah, I understand. Hi, it's Sean. I'd like to amend my previous rating of Lady Bird to five rebellious teenagers rather than four and a half rebellious teenagers or perhaps uh, four rebellious teenagers and one slightly obstinate child. Uh, I wanted to do this because Lady Bird is one of my favorite movies and I was being a little stingy uh, on the rating to not give a perfect score, but upon further reflection I believe that uh, Lady Bird and the city of Sacramento deserve all five rebellious teenagers. All right. Oh, <laughs> for anyone that is purely listening, I dunked that shit so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't Good. celebrate because I'm just kind of cool. Um, and anyone watching the video, I can't stress this enough. Shut the fuck just up. Just please, 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 please. Shut the fuck up, please. Fuck up. Shut the fuck up, please. Um, All right, Richie, you're on. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, uh, Again, I watched this movie. This is my third time watching this movie. I uh, love it as much as I love sort of commuter rail trains. <laughs> um, Whoa, it's a metro! Holy crap, what are the chances? Uh, I wonder if Ladybird ever takes the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> my sister did when she went to Adelphi University. Hey. <laughs> uh, that's Adele's university. Uh, in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, no, it's an Adelphi's in Long Island. Adele, the singer, has a university in Philadelphia called Adelphi. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I missed that because of the train. <laughs> so I just heard you go, it's in Philadelphia. And I was like, no. But you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> My sister loves Adele. <laughs> um... Yeah, this is my third time watching this movie. Every time I watch it, it, it I, I love it more. Um, I can relate to wanting to escape, to loving your family, but not wanting uh, to be around them. Uh, I can't relate to being ash like ashamed, uh, which she kind of is, obviously. Like she has her dad drop her off away from school. One of the saddest lines, probably my saddest line of the movie fourth status line maybe um <laughs> is when Lori metcalf is like do you think your dad doesn't know why you have why he has you haven't dropped you off like a block away from school uh and he just like looks dejected while he has solitaire on the computer <laughs> <laughs> uh it's i think it's a really perfect growing up movie i think it's really universal uh if you somehow listen to this and you've not seen the movie please do uh yeah, so I uh, I think it's universal for growing up. I think it's a very special movie. I think she did co-direct a movie with Joe Swanberg uh, before this, but I think that this is uh, uh, this is her first like solo attempt, and I think she just hits a fucking home run. Uh, and I think she hits a home run with Little Women too. Uh, and I don't like Barbie as much, but I think it's awesome that it's going to make a billion dollars. Um, that said. Uh, for Christine Ladybird McPherson, I give this movie five uh, rebellious teenagers. Five rebellious teenagers is the thing. Um, Sean, 
thank you for joining me. Is there anything that you would like to promote? Uh, I'd like to anti-promote Comcast again. Yeah. And other than that, no, right now I'm uh, kind of in between some different projects and jobs. Yeah. So I'll promote myself as yes. a candidate. Hire employment. both of us. <laughs> yeah, hire us. We have resumes. We're a team. We're a team. We only... We only Stepbrother we'll, we'll, style. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, after talking about Lady Bird for forever, we're going to finish by talking about Stepbrother. <laughs> the opposite movie. Uh-huh. Um, there are no such thing as opposites, but that's another podcast. Um, no, I'm good. Thank you, Richie, for having me. This is great. Of course. Thank you for doing it. Um, if you liked what you heard, uh, go to patreon.com uh, d- d- slash moving screen and watch it for $5 a month. And I, I might make stickers of what Sean said earlier, which I uh, forgot, but we'll make What was it? Get high. Get high, fuck more, more and, shoot, and some sh- shoot some hoops. Um, just true. Every, something we can all live by. Uh, also, if you liked what you heard, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. Go to where you can rate and review and subscribe uh, and do that because that helps for some reason. Um, and I think, uh, I think that's it. But uh, as, as I always say, uh, and then just film me shooting, uh, shooting this basket, uh, we'll see you on the court. God damn it! Turn it off!